That's fine. Hey, hey, we should do an intro. No, we shouldn't. How will they know we're the theater boys? They'll just know, okay? And hello, everyone. We are back. And possibly you might hear the rumblings of our special guest, Little Belvedere. There's nothing little about this beast. He is a huge dog. Yeah, he's bigger than most children. Sometimes uh, when he's standing, most women. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We are taking ourselves a little more seriously today in what we are reviewing. Because we're reviewing a series. Oh my god, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Specifically one that just came out on Disney Plus not that long ago. And fortunately for you, not She-Hulk, but... Andor! Yeah, I, I... So, if you guys have been paying attention, we are, in fact, big fans of Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, frankly, I have... Have... Uh, high expectations for this show. Um, my understanding was Disney wanted to kind of go away from the whole Rogue One aesthetic. Yes. Um, and then they realized that that's the only thing that they got going for them. Mm-hmm. And now here we are. Yeah. So where would you like to start? Uh, I just want to give like an overview of it a little bit. Like it, it lands you in a, a planet that you haven't been before. Uh, kind of in a place in Star Wars, in Star Wars, that you don't really see that often, which is street level. Mm. The street level of not a forest or like a a monster planet. Um, so you're there, you're following Andor as he's walking down this uh, causeway um, towards a strip club where he is trying to find his sister. And this entire theme has a very noir setting to it. Uh, it feels very Blade Runner-esque, I would say, that first opening scene. Oh, 100%. Uh, where you're just kind of investigating, you're not really, don't have a full grasp of what's going on, and you're just set in this mind of, he has a mission, and he's not trying to cause trouble, but unfortunately, trouble finds him. In- I argue he's... he's- Trying to cause trouble. I don't think he's trying to. What? How would you say he's trying to cause trouble? He's, he's sneaking around in a place where he shouldn't be going in an area that doesn't exist, looking for somebody on a planet that they shouldn't be from. Like, you're you're not looking for trouble, but you're you're the kind of guy who knows he can find trouble. And, like, that's established by his relationships with other characters that we find out early on. That's true, up, that's true. Up into a just general, hey, I was at your house, right? Yeah, we argued. Yep, okay, yeah, and then I kindly asked you to leave. <laughs> because you insulted me with the choice of, choice of yeah, uh, alcohol that, that he said great. that I thought that, I had. That, yeah, that was that was really good. I mean, there, there are certain things in the show that I, they just absolutely nailed. Uh, and in my opinion, some of the little side characters... They're kind of like behaviors and motivations are just, they're fun. Well, I think every side character feels natural. It feels deserved. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel unnatural. It doesn't feel like a Jar Jar walking into the situation. You know, it feels like everyone they belong. is there for a purpose and a reason. It's not just uh, picking up a, a, a seven-year-old and saying they're the chosen one in intergalactic <laughs> conflict, you know? It's not that strange of a thing to be doing. Um, so, uh, continuing on with that. 
Yeah, I think yeah. we're we're like at a point where there's certain things that we expect from a Star Wars where it's like you have your band of merry men almost. Yes. Like I don't think there's any real Star Wars movies that are like kind of like the lone hero. Yeah. Um so like the establishment of that crew and they kind of set you up with like what you think that group will be but then that just changes drastically because mm-hmm. you have the inciting incident which drags you off of the planet and then to where we are now in the series yeah and i gotta say they really flesh out everyone's at least in my mind uh where the direction is from and where they're going to uh even from your uh corporate guard uh, officer uh, that was really cool. We saw like a whole another relationship in Star Wars that we've never seen before, and that's the, the, the Empire at this point. Are they the Empire? Or are they still the the Republic? They're the Empire. Okay. Yeah. So they're the Empire, and then their relationship with all the corporate entities that exist throughout the galaxy, yeah. which is something that was alluded to in the new trilogy, but however, not really fleshed out at all. Yeah. So this kind of gave us a nice look at kind of what is the transition period of kind of the empire it's been established for a while but there's obviously large there's been large seats of power that can still control systems from the republic era have we even seen a stormtrooper yet no we haven't seen a stormtrooper we've seen imperial officers but we have yet to see a stormtrooper which i'm sure will be coming later on in the series uh which is nice (laughs) moving up in the world yes uh some of my standouts there's andor there is, uh, I don't remember anyone's names, but there's his mom, which is not his mom, uh, but it's kind of his, his adopted uh, mother. Yeah, that sense. whole thing was great. Which was so cute. They, they intercut his background in the first three episodes with the present, so you kind of jump back and forth while he's sleeping. It goes back well, to the past. Before we get, so like, let's, let's get into spoiler time. We're definitely at that point. Yes. Um, so much darker than a lot of the other Star Warses that we've seen up until this point. I mean, the mm-hmm. first 10 minutes of this one ends with the, the guy on his knees begging for his life, and then Andor shoots him. Like, yeah. it is not it is not the casino planet. It is not um, any of the last trilogy shenanigans. Yeah. And, um, it's more like, oh, Uncle Ben and Aunt Beru got killed. Yeah. That's, that's what that's this is. That's where we're at with that, and it's, it's rather fantastic. So, in continuing on with that tone, it also sets you off with uh, more of the characters that live in that tone. So, a lot of your bartenders, a lot of, uh, like, just the fact that it, like, you've seen prostitutes in Star Wars before, but now I mean, you... it wasn't implied, it wasn't really, like, a... But now you under... Like, Slave Leia. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you had, like, direct things there, but now you have, like, the more modern or not even not modern look on it but just like this is an establishment yeah it's it's that here runs, it's in your face like this is the um, reality of the situation there's people paying for it it's not just job of the hut um and and it gives you that set in lived in dirty awful people dynamic well, i mean this is what it's like when you have to live under the empire's rule almost yeah they even allude to the fact that like these things aren't like we had two officers on duty drinking in a place that we're not supposed to have and then whatever whatever i thought as far as characters go i mean he's i'm very curious as to what they're going to do with him his name the higher the higher up officer not the higher up but the the guy who's like the main driving factor behind the cluster that turns oh the 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 younger guy yeah 
the operation. When, when his boss is like, look, like these two guys, one of them was already demoted several times for getting himself into trouble. Like, just just leave it alone. They clearly met somebody and tried to mess with somebody that they shouldn't have and lost. Yep. Just called a day, and he wanted to go make a name for himself, and it resulted in like, was it three of his guys getting killed and like a bunch of other fallout? Yeah, all and... these explosions, like huge thing, and then the empire has to come in and take over their business. Basically, and now, and now he's fired. Which yes, I I mean, does he become a bounty hunter? Where does this go? Well, he's at his mom's right now. Yeah. Well, I took it he had mommy issues from the get-go. That was, <laughs> that was incredibly evident by everything about the man. I didn't need, I didn't need that. Like it, what, it, his custom-made uniform? No, that wasn't the mommy issues. It was the rest of it. The custom-made uniform was fine. Uh, but I loved okay. it. She opened the door, and he goes, Mother, and she just slaps him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was right. I was right. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's so great just to have the freedom for those dynamics uh, in a series. And what, so far, definitely, uh, Skarsgård is killing his role uh, as the, uh, by night, I'm a, I'm a rebel sympathizer and, uh, like, a, a part of the Rebel Alliance, and by day, I sell oh, the these whole, rarities. The firing thing is fantastic. Yeah. Was, and, like, then he was talking to the senator about, like, how, you know, you got a new driver that driver is probably you know not your old one like like you mm-hmm. need to watch out for everyone they're turning everything over trying to find anyone who's sympathetic to the the rebellion yeah not, I, I well not the rebellion rebellion yet it's, it's like, like uh, just uh I, I think it would be sympathizers but it's to not the rebellion as you know it in episode four but as it it no they would still be a part of the separatist or like one of those guilds yeah because the separatists still fought afterwards like they lost a lot of their robot army, but they still had, they were still separating. She was mentioning something about trade routes or another. Yeah. Uh, the whole dinner thing, that'll be interesting when that yeah. comes up. So her husband made dinner plans with, uh, if you remember from episode three, there's this bald white lady in a white dress, a white gown. Oh, is that who she's supposed to be? That's one of the people that is having dinner there. So it's like the emperor's right hand woman, in a sense. Oh, when they're all in the middle thing and he's yes. giving a speech about being attacked by Mace Windu. <gasps> yes. Oh, so that's interesting. The, yeah, so it adds this like next layer of like relationship problems that my Mothma has with her husband. And probably why we don't see the husband later on in episode four. I'd imagine he dies along the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's not going to meet a pleasant end. Yeah. He also just seems like a douche. Yeah, so there's just there's just a lot of like rich dynamic there, uh, that you don't have in any Star Wars whatsoever. Like you had that a little bit with Padme, uh, when she was talking to Anakin, when she was saying, "What if the Republic is the very thing that you know we've are trying to fight, and what if the Separatists are like right in their cause for trying to separate from us?" Yeah. Uh, that was, like, the one hint that we got at, like, that type of dynamic. We really, again, having not read all of the books and everything and studied up on my Coruscantian politics, like, we really don't know what the Republic is other than, like, you just loosely base it off of, like, the Roman Republic, right? Where it's just, like, yeah. you have your, your guy in charge, you have your senators, people vote and yell depending on where they're from to try and get what they want for their region, 
And then we all go home sad at the end of the day. Similar to now. Um, Depression. And, and we just... But, like, you know, we don't really know how they're treating the other realms. We just know that. I mean, generally, I'd argue the Separatists were probably the bad guys for setting up the blockades and, like, shooting at stuff. Um, but, like, we don't know. But, like, ultimately, they were right because then emergency powers are declared and then they have the Eternal Emperor and, well, you know, the rest is a Death Star and another Death Star and several more Death Stars. But, like... Yeah, so this will be interesting to see how that all plays out. I'm sure they'll get into, like... I don't know how deep they'll go into it. I mean, how many, do they have a number of planned season? Uh, I know... I think they capped it at four or five. Okay. It, has a wow. definitive, it has a definitive end. Okay. Um, but they're 12-episode seasons. Well, I mean, we know where it ends. Um, and it, it's supposed to, just in the, in the same way that Rogue One led up to episode four, this series is supposed to stop where Rogue One begins. I was about to say, it, it definitely, um, they already mentioned Scarif. Yep. Uh, it was like... Because they're, loosely, they're sending supplies over to Scarif. Yeah, it was loosely said during one of the Imperial meetings. So I can't imagine there's a lot of time. Granted, I mean, Scarif is, what was it, just like a big library planet, so it can sit out there for forever and not do anything. Yeah. But they're already bringing it up, so I can't imagine there will be much time between now and then no but think i there's not a much time but think of we're going it, it appears to me days that have passed in the series oh at least if not so more. yeah so to me i think like if we're maybe stretching it 10 years five years before everything's done i mean it's a, because it's figure... or wait it's i forget it gave a timestamp. i think it's four or five bby so before the battle of yavin oh i missed that yeah it gave a timestamp at the beginning so you have a a couple of years to and go. Mon Mothra is going to go from living the high life to living in a cave real quick then. Yes. So it's also interesting because she's probably going to rub shoulders again with um, Alderaan, Senator... I can't remember his name. Uh, dad to Princess Leia. Orga- uh, Organa, Senator Organa. Organa. Um, so I think that dynamic will come into play at some point. Uh, but it it's so interesting. It's so It's such a rich story right now. That you finally, you, uh, Skarsgård... Leia would be, like, an adult or a teenager at this An point, adult, right? yes. An adult. Alright, so that could be a thing that happens. Yeah. Uh, she ends up on that ship at one point or another. Yeah, I think she's probably in her teens, or early teens at this point. No, so, um, so, but she... I don't remember Rogue One. She was just on that ship when it jettisoned off from the main ship. She was at the battle, right? Yeah, she, she was, was at, at the battle. Scarif. Yeah, she so was at Scarif. Some, So the Organa's... Or at least her end up there in the course of the next of Andor. Like it's gonna Yeah. Whatever happens, that's gonna be wild. They're gonna be very intricately involved in what happens. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if like Obi Wan gets name dropped at some point. Um just cause. Yeah. Um along with maybe other Jedi that have died. Or are to die. Yeah. I don't know how long the purge is going on. I, I don't know how far after so if, if Leia's, like, uh, yeah, like an older teenager or adult already, it's been, like, 20 yeah. years, 15, 20 years yeah. since Anakin Which, turned, so there's probably not a lot of Jedi left. Yeah, but it's it's interesting because they gave, in his collector's shop, they gave a lot of hints to, like, Star Wars Legends. So, uh, Force Unleashed, uh, there was an armor set that and he you wore. you recognize that from somewhere. Uh, so it was, like, a it's a big deal that is he going to get canonized? 
Or are they just giving us fan service Probably that Starkiller is, like, just a reference to Starkiller from the games? Because that would be an epic storyline to tell. But regardless, it's it's nice to see that they're kind of canonizing legends again. Uh, the uh, the Kyber Crystal that he gives um, Andor, that Skarsgård k- gives Andor, uh, the from the war that it was from was like an initial uh it was from the knights of the old republic game uh, who were like a very big players in there so they're they're bringing a lot of uh history into it which is very nice to see that it's not just uh what kind of seven eight nine did which is just kind of keep itself contained but not really have a lot of the lore or history aspects involved. One could say they did their homework as far as the existing universe goes. Yeah. And expanding the existing universe to include previous parts that were involved, which is nice to see as someone who read a lot of the books as a kid. I wonder if this is... Because Disney wanted to wipe a lot of that stuff away as canon, right, when they initially picked up the IP? Yeah, they did. They did wipe off everything as canon. They literally only kept the movies as canon. So I wonder if they're kind of like realizing that, you know, if you're going to buy all this IP, you might as well use it. People tend to like it. And then when we go deviate from it, we haven't done very well. Yeah. Also, like, maybe your supervillain doesn't have a giant laser ball as his weapon. Maybe. I would hope in the future that doesn't happen. Let's talk about the show. I mean, we, I mean, we haven't even talked about Andor yet, like the main character. The main character? We haven't even mentioned Oh, him. yeah. Andor is a very... He, he's a driven character, and even, I would say, more devious than when you meet him in Rogue One, in my opinion. No. I don't think he's become that yet. Like, because in Rogue One, right, you see him shoot somebody who's an asset, like, a, like you would see James Bond handle, like a somebody he was turning you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you don't have that level like the guy he killed he killed in self-preservation and i think that's his first like like i just killed somebody oh my god like this is gonna end horribly for me mm-hmm. and then he's watching it literally rip his life apart and he's going to put those pieces back together and realize that now that person that he was because of an accident is going to be how who he has to become from now on Mm-hmm. He's kind of like opened that door and he can't close it. Well, I think even before that, he stole from the Empire beforehand. And we yeah. don't know how or how that theft took place. I mean, he made it, he kind of made it very clear with a clipboard and an orange safety vest, you can walk into anywhere you want to. Yeah. That seemed to be his methodology. Yes, but we don't know if there was more surrounding. No, I believe that. it was the clipboard and safety vest method. I just, I also want to see that happen at some point during the show of him just like throw on like a stormtrooper chess piece mm. and just kind of like waltz his way into somewhere just like the the real theft that happened in uh boston that little uh oh the art, art theft oh yeah gosh, where cool. they dressed up as security guards yep. and took rolled out with millions of dollars worth of art uh they never caught this guys today nope never caught so similar story <laughs> in a sense but anders is he just adds so much to the characters that surround him that really help you give a more sense of who he is. What did you think about the guy turning him in? Uh, man was jealous. Man wanted woman. Yeah, felt, man's, felt. man's jealousy drove him to bring uh, or collect the bounty on head and keep woman. I, I feel like he was just very written in as a, as a catalyst because then they just killed him off during the whole thing. Like there was no real like 
tension. It's just like, okay, you're going to be here. You're going to be the douchebag we need you to be. And then you're going to die. Well, I think it also helped more that the woman didn't go with Andor or Andor didn't want, like, the, the they didn't have, like, a strong romantic relationship. Oh, yeah. I think in, in a plot device that's very helpful, so then she's not driven to go where he's going. Yeah. And so I think I found that very helpful, aside I, from him turning him in. I mean, her, her whole point was to connect him to... Um... Scarsgard, Scarsgard, like that—that that was the whole, whole point of their plot. But her character, she'll definitely come back up. Oh yeah, her character is like way more because she's a smuggler. Yeah, basically, seems way more developed than than the other guy was, and he just he just yeah. Oh, Tim, Tim was his name. I don't know. It was something generic and forgetful. It was like the most basic name to ever Star Wars in the history of Star Wars. Tim's dead. I know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Tim. It's like yeah. oh Tim. Yeah. But yeah, so he's he's on the planet now. So where we just left off is this one. This one's gonna come out this week, right? So there won't. Oh no, Andor will come out on Wednesday. We'll release it. Yeah, on Thursday. Uh, yeah. So we'll be one episode behind. Yeah, but, be but basically, it's a mid-season update for y'all. Yeah, and I mean the show is fantastic. It feels like Rogue One. It doesn't feel rushed. It feels really well put together. It mm-hmm. looks like Rogue One, like color palette and all yeah. that shenanigans, and like whatever they did with the. I, I don't know how to describe it. The well, like they shoot scenery, like, large landscapes and stuff. It has, like, I don't know if they don't motion blur parts of it or whatever, but it's got this weird, like... Well, they decided to shoot everything on set, and they didn't use this the sound capture stages. This is the first Star Wars to not do that. The sound capture stages? Or not, uh, whatever, the LED? The, the LED things. This is the oh. first Star Wars thing to not do that. Really? I didn't think yeah. that was a problem, though. Uh, for some people, they found it an issue. But you get a more of a bigger sense of the sets now yeah because they're not that i oh. think it i think that helps out when because i think that helps out when you're in the highlands i think that yeah that was that i like the uh yeah, yeah i see what you're talking about now they're actually on station when they're doing yeah stuff. versus obi-wan was not and you could kind of feel i think the, some i think the problem that. with those is whenever they have a scene it's like on flat ground like yeah they're always on flat ground yeah like mandalorian like and it works in some instances. Like when you're standing in a hangar, that's fine. Yeah. When you're when you're walking through the desert, that kind of works. When you're when on you're in a city mountains, yeah. When you're in a city, that works. But when you're in like a like a mountainous area that reminds me of like Ireland, doesn't work because the ground is sloping in every which direction you go. Yeah. Uh, and they did that really well. I also I love the scenery is fantastic. The planets mm-hmm. are great. The it feels like Star Wars. Yeah. Which having seen other recent Star Wars IPs, did not feel like Star Wars. Uh, Boba Fett, Obi-Wan. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to say the name. I, I said the names. Yeah, no, that was, Obi-Wan was like, I wanted the meme to be real, man. So badly. And it was just terrible. Yeah. Great character. There's a good movie somewhere in there. Yeah, you just cut, how many, I, I, I only watched three episodes and then I stopped. Oh. Yeah. I watched it through with you and then I, I was done. Oh, damn. Uh, I continue what it it ended really strong or as strong as it could, but there was just so much unnecessary stuff. You could probably like cut out a lot of Reva's storyline and still have a good character. Um, and then you just cut a lot of young Leia out and call it a day. Yeah. I feel like that didn't need to be part of that. No show. Like nobody wanted that. But with Andor, you don't have 
kids being involved in the war, or if you do had kids involved in the war, they were kids mm-hmm. and not Disney kids. Just yeah. gonna put that out there. Yeah, well, I mean, so the one thing I think Andor did incredibly well was setting up who his mother was. Yeah. And that whole backstory of the planet, which they're now, I was, we don't really know what happened to it exactly. I assume that is the materials that the Death Star were made out of. I'm just going to make a jump to there. The planet is? That planet, the what they were mining there, material-wise, was made to use the Death Star. Maybe. I'm just going to maybe say that. Well, I mean, it just sounded like there was a giant mining incident and killed, like, all of the miners, which I'm assuming are all the parents. But the the planet itself is labeled as toxic. Yeah. Which it could be. It yeah. could very well be in that they were just... They, it's like the, the survivorship biased of they happened to live in the one area that wasn't, so they survived and knew mm. they couldn't travel far away. Gotcha. Because um, the soldiers very much do believe that because they all put gas masks on. Yep. Um, so, yeah, and it might not be toxic as well. They just might want people to stay away from there for some reason or another, yeah. which will be really interesting, and I'm sure we'll figure out as time goes on. You might be right, though, about the... That, or maybe it's like a Sith temple that like Sidious is doing shit with. Possibly, yeah, that as well. Toxic planet. <laughs> Toxic Siths. <laughs> That'll be fun. I can't wait for that. I loved the, the blow darts. And how, oh, like, yeah. It didn't, like, just take the dude out, and they had to turn him into a human pincushion before he finally yeah. dropped. Yeah. And I'm like, that feels more, less Ewok-ish. This yeah. makes me happy. Yeah. Um, Less devils. Small, no little furry devils allowed in this area. No little furry stormtrooper eating demons. The demons that somehow take out entire regiments of stormtroopers. There needs... We just need, like, an alien versus predator that is just a group of stormtroopers crash-landed on Yavin 4 before it's well-known, and then them getting... But it's just alien. Is it Yavin 4? No, it's not Yavin 4 with the Ewoks. It's uh, Endor. uh, Endor, My bad, my bad. But just crash-landing on Endor before it's, like, a known planet, and then just, like dealing with that it's 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 no no no. it's alien like it's the legitimate aliens are alien but then but then it kills the it kills it wipes out the stormtrooper regiment then the ewoks kill the alien the aliens horrified of the ewoks crawling in the attic yes oh my god it's the uh it's the the, the, what is that that the, the pest control service orc or, or no, 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 no! It's like uh, it's like gremlins. It's like gremlins. Oh <laughs> this one's pretty cute. Don't feed them. Don't put water on them. Oh yeah, there's you, so many. Ewoks are great, and then you read the lore about them. Like that's like one of the few things I remember reading. It's like, oh, they ate the stormtroopers. Interesting. Because yeah. uh, they're about to eat uh, Princess Leia yeah. and Luke. <laughs> it's kind of like yada yada over in the in the <laughs> show, you know? It's just like, oh yeah, these little things are gonna sacrifice them to their god or whatever. And we just accept it, and move on. But it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> like, a lot of stormtroopers were harmed harmed in the building of that shield generator. I can tell you that much. That's true. <laughs> um, Do we need a movie depicting the Great Ewok Wars? <laughs> not even. It's just like. The stormtroopers brokering a peace by bringing them prisoners once a month to eat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, now that we've gone down that tangent. Yeah, I, Endor, is, is, Endor is fantastic. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, yeah. I cannot wait for this week's episode. Um, it's not dragging on. It's not... It, there's nothing that's glaringly wrong about it to me. Um, I mean, it's a show, right? So it, it doesn't have that 
fold knitted togetherness that a movie does at all times but, but like, it's building up to something yeah and i think it's gonna be really good the special effects have been great yep the character setups have been awesome the, the payoffs, tie fighter wee yeah is great to hear that noise the uh the more like i don't know the more like you were saying before the humanized aspect of what's actually happening on the ground on these imperial planets like we essentially get an episode of like a swat show told from the empire's perspective Mm-hmm. And like you know, it's like what was it the Chicago? It's like a what was the planet he was on? The the my the planet where they're stripping all the I do not remember. Yeah, whatever. It's just, you know, Galactic PD, and it's it's great, and it's kind of cool because you see all these things that you knew had to exist in the Star Wars universe, but just not how they worked. Yep. Um, and just the shenanigans that happened is because of that, and I think uh, I think it's definitely got some legs, and I I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be a great series, uh, and we might update you uh, by the end of it. Uh, we might not. Uh, we'll see how we feel by the end. Nah. Oh, I mean, if if my feelings change drastically towards the end, we're going to need to do something where I just vent for a good hour, so be ready for that. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next one.